This shit right here sound like a goddamn mango swisher with peach rings, baby. Yeah. Uh. See the rays up. Uh, actually, fuck. I'll pee real quick and then I'll be ready. Yeah, I got Motherfucker. I'm sorry it took so fucking long. Hello, hello, hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah, it works. You dead over there? No, I'm cool. Are you really? Yeah. You might quit eventually. I've done, I've done such a good job. Get out of your hats. Come here, computer. <laughs> Ready? Are we recording? Make you feel good, doesn't it? It's weird not seeing your face over there, Jack. Yeah, it's probably better that way. I need to hide my ugly mug. Alright, are you recording? Alright, ready? Three, two, one. Hello everybody and welcome back into the Nashville Bets podcast. Today we are talking all things NFL draft. But first, we have to discuss the Aaron Rodgers news. So on Thursday morning it broke that allegedly Aaron Rodgers did not want to come back to the Green Bay Packers to play quarterback for the 2021 season. So after hearing about this, more news came out that it's more actually like a real thing and it's not just, you know, Twitter wherewithal, you know, hearsay. And so I kind of want to address that. So people are wondering where this kind of started. And, you know, you hear all of the, oh, of course, started with Jordan Love and all this shit. No. So back in 2017, uh, the Ted Thompson and the Green Bay organization fired Aaron Rodgers' quarterback coach, in which he loved very much. So he's a good guy, good coach overall. And so they fired him without Aaron Rodgers' input. And so that pissed him off a good, or a good amount. And then uh, when Ted Thompson essentially either stepped down or was fired, uh, Aaron Rodgers had input on who the new GM was. But Mark Murphy said basically, fuck you, we're taking Brian Gutekunst too. It's essentially just a guy who feels upward in the organization and has basically just been a career-long Packer. And so he's just basically the next man up. No real accolades outside of that. And then, of course, then you have the 2020 NFL Draft, where they take Jordan Love trading up to get him instead of following like or falling to him like Aaron Rodgers did in 2005. So creating a lot of turmoil within the, 
within the organization. So apparently when Aaron Rodgers came in this year, wanted more input on player personnel, they basically, or Brian essentially said, fuck off. I'm here to do my job. And that pissed off Aaron. Guys, Hayden, Beaver, questions, concerns, comments as of right now, anything I missed? Yeah, I would say Aaron Rodgers loves himself um, more than anybody else loves Aaron Rodgers, and he thinks he's a better general manager, head coach, and quarterback than everybody else that exists in the NFL right now. And uh, I would say that has a lot to do with it. Um, Also, I think he's dating a totally bitchy girl. And uh, once he breaks up with her and um, gets a new girlfriend, I think things could change. But I think she's influencing him in a bad way right now. She's a probably lives somewhere on the West Coast and does, you know, Hollywood things, and that's kind of her thing. So he's hoping to go to the 49ers. Now I think he's got his eyes set on Denver. Um, will it or will it not happen? I don't know. Um, interesting to point out that Denver went from somewhere around 60 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl uh, to down to 20 to 1 odds this past week. So there's been a lot of big, big money um, going over to the Broncos uh, to win the Super Bowl with uh, obviously that being because people think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next quarterback there. Um, I think it'd be a little bit hilarious for them to trade him to the Texans because that would be an absolutely awful place for anybody to be quarterback or anybody to play football at all. Uh, but you heard it here first, 21 odds for the Denver Broncos to uh, to um, win it. And I don't know, should we do a vote right now? Who here actually thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded to Denver? I'm throwing my hand up first. I think I do not think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next oh. year. I think he's going to be quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Snap number one, game number one. Well, someone's clearly been listening to either Shannon Sharp or one of the talking heads on ESPN because that was just a bunch of fucking nonsense. So my mind tells me that he's going to definitely play for Green Bay, but my heart wants wants him to leave. Yeah, so I want him to play somewhere else. Like I think it, like watching him play for the Texans would not be fun though. Uh, so to address one of the things that Beaver said earlier, in which he thinks or that Beaver said that Aaron Rodgers thinks he's a better GM. So I'll tell you this. So since Brian Kudens. Brian Gutekunst has become the GM for the Green Bay Packers. He's had three drafts. Out of those three drafts, he's selected 27 players. Twenty or Four of those 27 have been first-round players. So, it, you know, when you draft someone in the first round, you expect that person to either change the franchise right off the bat or be revolutionary once hit. they actually start. Yes, you need to hit on your first-rounders as well as your late-rounders as well. But how many people have started, on average, more than six games in the NFL? Four out of 27 players, four have started on average more than six games a season. He's not a very good GM. What? I guess I have PFF rankings pulled up right now. And so according to the PFF, anything above, I think it's a 70 is a good starter. They have three guys right now that are above that 70. He's pretty justified then in thinking he's a better GM than uh, the current guy because maybe he could legitimately be a better GM than the current guy. I don't know. Well, I and think how many offensive? So I think that um, over the past seven he's years, he's pissed. He wants a receiver. Oh well, after well, I, I, so people are keep saying that. Good reason. And I think that Amari Rodgers is fine. We had the number one offense last year. I think it's so what the the thing that everyone likes to say that's pro Aaron Rodgers is like it's like nine out of the last ten drafts we've selected a defensive player in the first round. It just shows that we and, don't and the know one how offensive to hit. guy was Jordan Love. Yeah, the one offensive guy was Jordan Love. <laughs> That's not good. That's who was not our good third string? No, who was yeah. our third string quarterback? Not good for your year. offense. No, oh, sure. Well, I'll I'll get into that in just a second. But so it just shows that Green Bay either doesn't know how to draft or doesn't know how to draft and develop talent at the defensive positions that they need. 
So whether that's inside linebacker, whether that's corner, whether that's safety, we don't know how to develop it well in the last 10 years. So, and then who y'all's point for the trading. So as of right now, after June 1st, the dead cap for Aaron Rodgers drops from like 39 mil to 17 mil. So we're about to figure it out right now. Cause if you think about it from the green Bay perspective, this doesn't matter if you think Jordan love can play. If you think that Jordan love can do the things that you expect him to do when you drafted him, if he can be a good starter, none of this matters. Literally nothing. So, so what do you think about a, uh, a straight-up Deshaun Watson for Aaron Rodgers trade with the Texans? Uh, that's, I mean, that has to have a contingency of if Deshaun's actually not going to go to the prison. <laughs> I don't know. Is it worth the risk? Aaron Rodgers but no, but like, out of the media. So I see a lot of these things where it's like, oh, they're going to trade like the, what I thought it was proposed today, that the Titans were going to trade Tannehill and a couple draft picks for Aaron. We don't need a quarterback. If if you think that Aaron Rodgers, we're going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, you also have to assume then that Jordan Love is going to take over. Because that's what they drafted him to do. If they don't start him, so that's kind of what the I don't AJ give don't. up Tannehill. Yeah, also, they don't, that, that would not make a difference at all. If, if the Titans had Tom Brady last year, they would not have won the Super Bowl. Their defense was so atrocious. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, all these trades that include another quarterback are completely fucking dis- disastrous. Because if you trade away Aaron Rodgers, you're saying that, hey, we like our guy in Jordan Love. So, I mean, when it comes to June 1st, Goody has to make the call of, did I make a good draft pick or did I not? Is it going to take more than two years to develop, essentially? Or are you saying that, no, nah, fuck it, he's good. We can ride with him. And by the amount of Southwest air miles that the GM and coaches <laughs> built up flying out to see Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I don't think that they nope. want to lose him. Exactly. I mean, what, they've already... Which means they don't think that Love can play that well yet. Yeah. I mean, they've already kind of conceded defeat in a second-round pick for A.J. Dillon because the reason why they picked up A.J. Dillon was to either replace Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones. But if you sign Aaron Jones to this big-ass deal, also letting Corey Lindsey go, who was our all-pro center, you're admitting defeat like, hey, A.J. Dillon might not be Aaron Jones because we also know running back is possibly the most disposable position in the NFL currently. So after all of that, any questions, concerns, comments? Also, I would like to say, throw it out right now, Brian Gutekunst thought he was playing 4D chess when he's really just riding the short bus this entire time. Wait, did you answer that it, whether or not you think he's going to get traded? So, I, I mean, it really just depends. Is Goody that fucking so up his ass? Make your, so yes, yes, make make your no. pick. Give us a yes or no. So, my heart says no, but I kind of want Aaron to go to a different team just so he doesn't have to deal with Goody. Also, the I, I so I've heard from random people on Twitter that the reports of Aaron saying it's either me or Goody are false. But to kind of what I was saying earlier, Grant, I might be a little biased because I hate Brian Gutekunst, that I would absolutely take a first or a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback rather than just another GM. Also, I just want to throw out a little uh, something here. To all the people that are saying Green Bay fans are so entitled, we've been to back-to-back NFC Championship games and all this shit. And lost. Yes. I thought the goal of an NFL team was to win the Super Bowl. So when you make it to the NFC Championship game, yeah, that's nice. But you still didn't win the Super Bowl. That means you still have things to improve on. So, I mean, it really comes down to two things. I guess two things, really. One, when do you take the chance and actually actually risk something to try to win a, a championship? Because you're not just going to draft. You're basically not going to run into a a Golden State Warrior situation where you just draft everyone that's really fucking good and then you basically just like back into a Super Bowl because you're so good at or so good at drafting, so good at like 
signing players for cheap because that seldomly happens. You either need like a revolutionary coach, a revolutionary quarterback, or a revolutionary defense. Uh, and then my one hypothetical that I would like to propose to y'all. So every decade, would you rather win one Super Bowl in that decade but not make the playoffs the other nine years, but you still win that Super Bowl that first year of the decade? Or would you rather go 12-4, and 11-5, make it either to the divisional round or the championship round, but lose? I want a Super Bowl. Probably just a Super Bowl, yeah. I think 99% of people would say that. Well, apparently not if you look at Green Bay Twitter saying hashtag entitled. I don't, I don't like to be teased down. and go, not go all the way. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, so also to those people that are saying the hashtag entitled pound bullshit. <laughs> it, it, so, I mean, those people are basically saying like, yeah, no, I'd rather just be relevant. Because all these, what, drafting Jordan Love, drafting A.J. Dillon, drafting Josiah DeGuero, just reeks of, hey, we desperately want to be relevant for the next 10 years. We don't want to win anything. We just want to be relevant. Yeah, I guess that's one way to approach, uh, approach NFL football is just uh, be pretty good. It's all pretty good today. But that's the shit that you expect from Cincinnati. That's the shit that you expect from Houston. We just want to be relevant, guys. We want to win the division and lose in the wild card round. I'd rather win a fucking Super Bowl. So when you have, like, granted, if, so say Jordan, or Aaron Rodgers does decide to leave and we start Jordan Love. I'm not saying sell everything to try to win this year. Of course, there are times where you have to say, hey, we're, we are rebuilding. So, like, my best example for this is the Chicago Blackhawks in the early 2010s realizing, hey, we have a really good core. Let's try to win as many championships as possible. And it's the last official dynasty in the NHL. They won three Stanley Cups because they were aggressive when they realized that their core could win a championship. And that's what's been so negligent with Green Bay is that they're not willing to take that extra risk, take that extra step to actually win something. But on that note, I'll stop or step off my soapbox and we can get into an NFL draft recap. So what do you... draft recap. I had a lot of fun watching this draft. I like seeing people there. I like seeing uh, the fanfare. I liked uh, that Roger Goodell brought his leather couch from uh, from home and put it on stage. People How were, fucking ridiculous was that? People were a little hesitant at first to uh, really go buck wild. There's a lot of sitters. But then uh, I think starting as the with... the days went on. As the days <laughs> went on. Starting with the uh, Cleveland Browns macho man, he was, he, they couldn't sit him down. And then uh, <laughs> from there, so people got drunker and they decided to uh, throw the rules out the window. They, they were dancing all over the stage. Love to see it. So who's your favorite one that you saw? Really liked Macho Man. I think there was a. Uh, also, can we quick comment how ugly everybody was that got brought on stage? Like those were the ugliest people I've ever seen. All of them incredibly overweight. All of them old. Um, I guess that's kind of the typical NFL fan that you see at a stadium. Is well, kind of old, no, kind of no, fat. no. It's the typical NFL fan that goes to the NFL draft in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, also <laughs> Cleveland's an odd destination. I guess that's just maybe everybody lived in Cleveland, but um, that's how I imagine most of Cleveland residents to look at. Yeah, no, all of our Cleveland audience is absolutely spamming dislike in the comment section right now. All right, so with us being a Nashville Bets podcast, hey, how are we feeling about the Titans draft? Well, I like the first pick, Caleb Farley, uh, as I said last podcast. Uh, also, can we talk about how he had no fucking friends? Well, <laughs> celebrating so alone. Sources, uh, he tested positive for COVID, but... He also, like, I think I saw pictures and, like, videos of him in the garage, like, chugging champagne. Amongst his, brother, his friends? Yeah, which, with one but guy. I think he was positive for COVID, so that's a little weird. Also, he was Maybe taking... he was just quarantining. I don't know. Well, he was also taking photos outside of party buses literally the next day. So, is he officially an irresponsible teammate or a bad teammate? Uh, I don't care. He's a hell of an athlete. <laughs> He's officially a partier. I think we can say that. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. 
but is hey, being you gotta a stay loose. Yeah. <laughs> is being a partier in one of the most party heavy cities a little worrying? Uh, not if abs- you can not if you can play on Sundays. You can you can party the other six days. Tights are going back to back years. We're gonna go one for one with our first round partier draft picks. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time party guys. <laughs> yeah. So how do we feel about not taking a wide receiver until the early fourth round? Also, thank you for allowing Green Bay to draft Amari Rodgers. That's very nice of you. So, I think I would have preferred us to draft a receiver. Well, we tra- like instead of trade you guys for the Amari Rodgers. Because I think if we would have just drafted him, we'd have been fine. But I don't necessarily hate that we took one that late. I don't think we – everybody – that dude, Titans Twitter was pissed that we didn't draft one like first round. And then we didn't get one in the second round. They were like, what the fuck? Like – it's like, we're fine. There's a lot of receivers, but I, I was kind of like one of them, too. Like, I wanted one kind of earlier. Also, the guy from Louisville they picked up in the third round, kind of supposed to be a stud. Didn't really uh, didn't really uh, perform all that well at Louisville. He was behind um, the guy that went above him. Um, Tutu Atwell, I think, also from Louisville. Yeah, they said that, like he was kind of like immature. But he's I, a big guy. He's like 6'3", I think, pretty big dude. Um, also, be the guy that you're talking about, Josh Reynolds. Which Josh Reynolds, yeah. They're, they're kind of expecting Josh Reynolds to be like that number two guy. They also, they, they've got to pick up a tight end in free agency somewhere or make a trade for one. Something's got to happen there. I mean, are they not set with uh, Anthony Fisker? Berkser. Berkser. Hey, don't put any disrespect on his <laughs> fucking name. <laughs> you know what pick I don't like, though? That Monty Rice pick. To me, you don't like it. Made no sense at all. Rashawn Evans is good. I know they uh, they weren't going to pick up his fifth year option, but I, I think they're planning on giving him an extension. I heard he plays a lot like Jalen Brown. <laughs> I mean, Rashawn Evans. Is- I th- okay, but okay, the guy's fast. I think he runs like a four three, and he's definitely going to cover. He they're they're going to use him in cover situations. Like he can cover the running back at least. I think for round he will three, will cover a running back. They should have gone. They should have gone for a pass rusher before and they went anywhere. They they don't need to add depth at linebacker when they've got like some pretty good linebackers right now. Like I think I don't get me wrong. I like I literally think they're gonna try to use uh, Monty Rice in like a more of a Jalen Brown role. Like when he gets into the NFL, because we're not re-signing Jalen Brown. No, that makes sense. Uh, Beaver, do you want to talk about your Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, I absolutely love the Atlanta Falcons taking Kyle Pitts number four overall. Um, I obviously said in the last – I never thought they were going to take a quarterback. That made no sense at all. Matt Ryan's got good years left. Um, they really needed to prove on defense. I think they did that. But Kyle Pitts was – what they were going to do is either trade back and get like a, uh, a defensive player around like 10, 11, 12, or they were going to take Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is the move. They're still going to try, uh, I think, to trade Julio Jones away. They have so many offensive weapons. The offense is, is not going to be a problem at all. At the Titans. <laughs> yeah, at the Titans. I, I think that's still a very real possibility for Julio to go to. It's very um, possible. To go to the Tennessee Titans. And then uh, and then you're still left with just a stud offense. But Falcons still need to get better on defense. They, they took a safety um, in the second round. And then I think three DBs total, um, two defensive linemen. So uh, that defense was a huge concern. Linebackers are all right, but they, they needed to up the defensive line and, and uh, as well as the, um, the DBs back there for the Titans or for the Falcons. So is it I, not worrying that they didn't address the defensive line until the fifth round? Yeah, I'm a little bit worried that the defense is still not going to be good enough. I mean, it was so bad last year, um, like atrociously bad. Well, y'all might put up like a hundred points a game, but you also might give up two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, 
basically, I mean, they got rid of pretty much the entire secondary from last year. Like, all went into free agency at the same time. probably not a bad thing. Which is probably not a bad thing. Um, There were some, also some pretty high-drafted guys from a couple years ago that just didn't pan out. Um, But but they got their safety that they really needed in the second round from UCF, the uh, 2017 national champions. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I I think the Falcons are going to be better than last year. I'm still not expecting them to be all that good. Fair enough. Any outstanding picks that y'all like want to talk about real quick? Well, I want to go over to the Dallas Cowboys, um, who took almost all defensive players in the draft. Um, and I'm looking back at their uh, picks now. I want to say I think they got two total, or sorry, three total out. Uh, they, yeah, three total offensive guys, and I think seven um, defensive guys. So the problem with the Cowboys last year is obviously Dak Prescott got hurt, but that defense was also atrocious. I'm looking at the Cowboys at potentially winning the EFC, NFC East. Um, the R words are going to be studs, but I don't believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick, two up and down. Um, Giants and uh, Eagles, Jalen Hurts uh, is not the real deal. Um, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be pretty trash team as well. Um, I'm looking at the Cowboys to win the NFC East. I, I don't know what the, the odds are going to be um, right now, but I would expect the Cowboys to be at the top of that list. Okay. Dak's a good quarterback. He's going to come out and play hot. Um, and that defense got a lot of help. In this draft, I'm looking at the Cowboys at bringing a pretty good team. Uh, the one thing I did read about the uh, Cowboys draft is that the first two guys, so Micah Parsons and uh, Kelvin Joseph, are big time question marks when it comes to actual like personality. So they're big time more me over we type guys, which Jerry has been known to draft Fits a couple guys. Right in in Dallas. What, what was it, Randy Gregory, who's like Falcon punching women left and right? Like, oh yeah, we'll just pick him up real quick, sign him with a three year, like sixty million dollar deal. Like, okay, guy. Speaking of Falcon punching women, uh, did Rashad Weaver do it? Didn't see the video. I didn't hear anything about it. I don't think there's any video evidence. I don't know that that whole that's a sketchy story. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the Titans DN drafted like the fifth round. Um, uh, got had an assault charge filed on him literally the day before Uh, the the draft. Fourth round, actually. Fourth round, day before the draft, got an assault charge on him. So, um, that's fun to deal with right after getting drafted. Yeah, just shows tenacity out there. Um, also, one yeah, thing he I thought went- she was an opposing quarterback, so he was just uh, <laughs> trying to get himself a uh, a springtime sack. It's been a whole couple months since he was able to make a play. Yeah. I do like how how their the one position on their defense that was solid was inside linebacker, and they spent their twelfth or their first round draft pick twelfth overall on an inside backer, and then once again the tenth pick in the fourth round also on a really good inside linebacker. And, Jabril Cox so don't really understanding what's going on I guess it's best player available when you're that deep down in the draft but yeah I was about to say best player available they they lost out on uh, J.C. Horn and Patrick Cretain probably should have taken a corner out there but um well didn't they trade back before both of them were oh no never mind because Denver got him at nine and then J.C. went at eight yeah so they they missed out on the top two corners Micah Parsons is a freak that guy is unbelievable. You can blitz him all day long, too, and uh, have a lot of success. He, he's going to be a stud in the NFL. He ran a 4-3. That's pretty fast. It's not a 4-2-9, though. Hashtag Eric Stokes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would like to say steal of the draft. The 14th pick in the third round, Josh Palmer, to Justin Herbert, the pervert, over Tennessee the Chargers. boy. I mean, had literally no one throwing to him and still made a bunch of incredible plays. Absolute steal in the third round. Kind of love the Chargers draft. Chargers draft's pretty good. I think the Chargers are going to be good next year. Um, Justin Herbert showed some some greatness last year. 
So, uh, speaking of offensive tackles getting drafted in the first round, what the fuck were the Bengals thinking not taking <laughs> Penny Sewall? I have no idea. Mark Chase was such a bad pick. I don't like drafting. That's why I thought the Titans shouldn't have drafted a receiver in the first round. You can get really good receivers in the second and third round. They needed an elite tackle. Um, they're basically rolling out the red carpet right up to Joe Burrow's lap all of the next season. Please sack me. Please sack me. Um, his ass is going to tear his other ACL. I hope that doesn't happen, but he's going to be on his back all season long. So they did draft that offensive tackle out of Clemson, Jackson or Carmen, in the second round. They drafted another guy out of East Carolina in the fourth, and they drafted the Georgia center in the sixth. Yeah, so they did he get gone... him some protection? Is it uh, Penny Swell? No. Is it uh, Rashawn Sl- or Slater? Absolutely not. But they did get him something. I think that they were just trying to give Joe Burrow his other tiger stripe on his other knee to get surgery on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joe Burrow. This is just yeah. the Bengals being the Bengals. They're just never going to be relevant, and they, they just can't draft right. But this is kind of what I was saying like last year of Joe Burrow is just going to get so sick and tired of playing for Cincinnati that he's going to let his contract roll out get the franchise tag twice and then go to a team that actually wants to win a championship. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for, but I'd also don't want to see him get hurt anymore. Cause I love Joe Burrow, but I also, I want to see him out of fucking Cincinnati as soon as possible. I'll tell you another team. I like just the Raiders. I, I feel like uh, the Raiders have some potential <clears throat> next year. They had a absolutely trash defense last year and they went out of the seven picks in this draft. They went um, five of them on defense. A lot of DBs, three safeties, and one corner in this draft, um, and then a linebacker and a uh, and a linebacker rounds out that whole group right there. I but, despise the Raiders draft. I think it was awful. One, they yeah. went a fucking go-go gadget extendo arm to get Alex Leatherwood in the first round, which yeah, was, yeah. I mean, who was left on the board? There was somebody right above, like above him on the board. I mean, there was Walker Little. There was um, fuck. There's the other guy. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh shit. Drawing a fucking, we'll come back to it. But also, they already have Jonathan Abrams at safety. So the fact that you drafted three other guys, so you essentially drafted yeah. two backups. Yeah, but Jonathan which, Abrams has been hurt every single season since they drafted him out of Mississippi State. I'm very familiar with Jonathan. He's literally not been able to stay on the field at all. They needed a, and they're not going to renew his option. Um, he's out of Vegas. He's the only bright spot on that defense. Yeah, I know, but when he's, he hasn't been able to stay on the field at all. So yeah, the other he, thing is, he just throws his fucking body every. He literally, well, he literally have to blitz every time because they have no run defense. It's literally exactly what Green Bay did to allow and so many air yards. Is they had to send a safety every time because they don't have an inside linebacker. I, I don't. Know, I think it was absolutely one of abysmal to allow themselves to draft three safeties when they need an inside linebacker or a defensive tackle. I think some, maybe one of these safeties that they drafted. What else would you expect from John Gruden and their fucking Raiders, though? One of these safeties they draft is, is going to be more of a hybrid, like, linebacker type. So, I think they're, some of these guys are going to be playing kind of um, right there behind the line, not necessarily in a safety position. I mean, these, I mean the, the biggest guy I'm seeing is 220. That's the smallest fucking linebacker I think I've ever seen. There's some guys that play like up close to the line like that. Like you get the uh, um, Derwin James kind of guys that don't necessarily play safety. They're kind of hybrid little position. Um, the guy that Derwin James was an All Pro his rookie year at safety. What are yeah, you he's talking a about? Stud, but he he creeps up to the line a lot. I think it's more just defensive scheme than thinking that you're a hybrid between an inside linebacker. Or you an say outside. tomato. I say tomato. 
one of these guys is going to be more of a linebacker. God, that was a ridiculous <laughs> line right there. I love trying to justify this shit so much. It makes me so happy. Can we just move on to um, the NFC North right now? Or maybe, should I say, back to the NFL, NF, NFC North? North? <laughs> I think Justin Fields starts game one for the Bears, and I think that the Chicago Bears get to the playoffs again this year for sure. But they actually get past the first round. Justin Fields is going to be a really, really good quarterback. Um, I'm looking at you, Matt. I know, I'm looking at you, Zach Wilson. Bust. I'm looking at you, Trey Lance. Except bust. he does not bust. They're both those guys bust. I don't think Trey Lance busts. I think Trey Lance is going to absolutely fucking no, kill it. I'm talking about Zach Wilson doesn't bust. How does Zach Wilson not? Did you not see the video that I sent y'all? Oh, so for those, or for those who didn't see the video, it's like a line of all the people who were drafted in the first round. And Zach Wilson looks like he's terrified of like... I'm talking about a different type of bust. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! His mom definitely busts. Oh, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Zach Wilson's mom stole the NFL draft the other night, and uh, steal. She can steal anything from me if she wants. I mean, that is a fine, fine lady. I'm thinking about going over to Salt Lake City here pretty soon just for a uh, a Wilson family meal. I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. But yeah, no, I did think that was absolutely hysterical. But to your, I guess to your point. I think Justin Fields probably starts, hopefully, or hopefully for my sake, week one because I would love to torch him. Love three peak sixes you can get right him at, uh, plus two hundred right now to start week one, or for them to win. For the him game. to start be the starter. Really? One. I mean, I think you kind of have to in order for Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy to save their jobs. They can't just sit for another year unless they think that uh, the McCaskies are allow them. I don't think you can year. draft a quarterback that high and then just not start. It makes it's different for like Mac Jones and and Cam, they got Cam Newton there and Cam Newton's had some success and so I don't see Mac Jones starting number one. But they brought in Andy Dalton that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. They drafted Justin Fields that high. Justin Fields is a, definitely a better athlete than uh, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket. And he Andy Dalton's got to wear the headset. Probably Andy Andy he Dalton looks great in a headset. Andy Dalton just looks like a coach. He looks like a clipboard in hand. Take your lunch pail to work every day and draw out some schemes. That's his job. I think maybe That's Andy Dalton. Him in. I think Andy Dalton plays out this one-year contract with the uh, with the Bears and then goes in and then retires and goes straight into coaching afterwards. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I think that'd be great for him. It seems like he has a good NFL or football mindset. I don't think he'd be a bad coach. Yeah, I think he'd be a great coach, but I think it's more Justin Fields is gonna be a stud. Shout out Kennesaw, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, so what? With Justin Fields, you have Allen Robinson, you have uh, David Montgomery. I'm not sure what other weapons you have, though, because what they take Daz Newsome out of North Carolina in the, the sixth round. Besides that, you give them two offensive tackles. Dang, they don't really have much. It, I mean, they really don't have much do form, they? yeah. No, they don't. That was a problem last year, too, is that their <laughs> offense blew. No weapons. Uh, you at least get them some protection in uh, Tevin Jenkins, but – I've seen a, I'm running as a Tennessee fan. I've seen several Tennessee Missouri games, and we kind of took Larry uh, Borum's lunch several times, and Tennessee stunk last year. So I mean, I'm not sure how great of a pick that is coming out of the fifth. I also saw that he didn't have a great Senior Bowl, so I mean, I'm not entirely sure if he even starts or plays this year. I assume he'll get some reps, just you know, with an offensive line rotation. But outside of that, I don't think that this draft was very good outside the field pick. I like it, but 
I don't think it makes a difference this year, at least. I'm just in love with the field pick. I just like that one a lot. I think they finally got the quarterback of the future, um, and they're going to be rocking I love it, too. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I like it so much more. I like him so much more. I think Zach Wilson just played at some lower competition with a great offensive line. He was slinging the ball all over the place. What was just, the Mel Kuyper one? Plus, he's also going to the Jets. Oh, cupcake after cupcake, sugar levels through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I was expecting lines like that all night, and that was the only one he That he was threw such out. a and tease. Like, yeah. Yeah, way oh. to go. Way to have, like, one really funny joke. He only had me. one sticky note left in his fucking desk <laughs> before he walked up. Three straight days of no <laughs> jokes, and you, you're going to start us off with that one, and then we're waiting for some more good material like that? First of all, somebody needs to write in some more jokes after for Mel Kuyper. Like, he needs a team of professional writers to write that kind of material. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen in the NFL draft. Oh, so fucking funny. I'm going to repeat it. Cupcake after cupcake, sugar levels through the roof. So great. Yeah. So, controversial pick, or controversial draft. How do y'all think the Colts did? Colts went heavy deep. They went, didn't they do double defensive ends in first yeah. and second round? So they They're got, trying to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you got Quiddy Payne out of Michigan, and then you get the Deo, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name, out of Vanderbilt, both DNs. Or standing out, or or standing uh, outside linebackers in a three-four. I mean, pair that with DeForest Buckner playing in the middle. The Colts are gonna have a stud defense next year. I mean, Absolutely. they already had a top ten defense. This just adds to it. It yeah. makes they're gonna be. Uh, I don't know. The Colts are gonna be pretty scary next year. I just don't believe in uh, Carson Wentz, and so I don't believe in anything he does. I think that the offense. I'm worried about Carson Wentz. I think the offense is about the same next year. The division. I feel like he's just going to have like a big comeback year for some fucking reason. That would be terrible. The Titans make everybody look like fucking Hall of Famers. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I have the Colts winning the division this year. Oh, go fuck yourself, Jack. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who knows? I'm just a little upset that we're a couple days after the draft – in a couple weeks after Trevor Lawrence being pro, and I still haven't seen a, uh, any type of shampoo or conditioning commercials yet. Oh, they're coming. He doesn't uh, want to bake them. shoulders yet. for sure. Oh, I know they're coming. Right? He's already partnered with Adidas, Gatorade, something else, something uh, a couple other brands, some cryptocurrency brand. Um, but where's the shampoo at? Is he just waiting? Is he just going to keep us waiting? And well, are they going to do head and shoulders? For a really, really big offer. Head and shoulders. Well, they already have definitely called. Head and shoulders already has Troy Palomalu, and. Uh, Wait, did you say that again? Of uh, the Pat McAfee pronunciation, Palomalu. What? Have you never heard that before? No. It's Troy Palomalu, but Palomalu is just so much more fun to say. He's been the—he's kind of been the face of the NFL side of their brand for a long time, yeah. and probably should still be involved. But I think it's time to get a new young. Well, the other guy is the other there. young face is Patty Mahomes. He's in those commercials now. Oh shit, he is in there now too. <laughs> well, there's a lot of other shampoo commercials, so a lot of other shampoo brands. He's gonna do the Dove for Men Plus Care. He could be a Dove guy. He could be a Pantene guy. I mean, the list goes on. Oh, he would absolutely be an incredible Pantene guy. The real question is, what does he actually use? I want to know what he actually uses. Well, he's probably not going to say. He's waiting for the deal to come through. Oh, he's definitely waiting for the deal to come through. Oh, uh, I think, honestly, my favorite pick of the entire draft, though, Mac Jones of the Patriots. That was awesome. Kind of that like, walk. Awesome he struts. was the happiest man on the fucking planet, dude. Oh, it was so great. Oh, I like the means of... <laughs> it's like Mac Jones on the way to screw Zach Wilson's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love the one where it looks like a, Mac Jones looks like, looks like an assistant principal. Gonna go break up a fight during lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
like he was probably so happy. He's like, I'm so glad that I slid this late now that I'm going to the fucking Patriots. Oh yeah, he said that too. He's like, Patriots literally where I wanted to be this entire time, and somehow it worked perfectly for me. Yeah. I'd love to see a comparison of him without a shirt off compared to Tom Brady's picture. Uh, have you not seen that? Those are those are. Uh, those, I haven't seen it. Those pictures are plenty the online. I haven't plenty. seen it. They damn near. I mean, just look either one of them and just replace the face, the exact same look. Just that good old unathletic looking, uh, kind of a floppy looking, like a melting candle. That's kind of his body. Kind of looks like a melting candle. Who's the OC for New England? Is it still it's still Mc- Josh McDaniels? Yeah. Is he really? They literally yeah. still, the band is still all together. Um, and am I wrong by saying that didn't uh, um, Matt Patricia go back to the Patriots as the defensive coordinator after getting fired by the Lions? There's no way. I think he did. I straight up, I think he told, took his old job. What? I didn't know that. That's actually really funny. Once a Patriot, always a Patriot, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Mike Vrabel. Yeah, and Matt, Matt Patricia is, is now the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. So he literally went right back to his old job. The band is back together. Looking a little dangerous. Yeah. Uh, slightly draft-related, but I kind of hate how KC looks like they're just going to dominate to another Super Bowl. After getting Brown and picking up Creed Humphrey and drafting Trey Smith, I think that's an incredible offseason just to try to protect Patty Mahomes. Heavy injury year. <laughs> You cocksucker. I'm not saying that I, I'm hoping for it. I just think that, you know, that's always a possibility. You're a monster. We don't root for injuries on this podcast. Well, yeah, we're, uh, I never said I was rooting podcast. for it. I just, I just said that's I wouldn't I'm, be I'm surprised predict- if it occurred. I'm predicting. <laughs> I'm predicting. That's that would not, be a tra- rooting, tragic. Also, the I mean, the the Bucks, um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers just got a whole lot better, too. I'm I'm a little worried the Bucks and the uh, – and the, um, Fucking Chiefs might be right back in this together. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay was already bringing back basically everybody. Then they pick up a – who did they pick up? Oh, Ty, or Joe Tyrone is yeah, all right. Yeah, linebacker. They got, I mean, Kyle – they got a – Do y'all uh, like the t- Kyle Trask pickup? Yes. I think I it's do. really funny. I love the Trask pickup. Oh, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, I like Kyle Trask. I mean, someone's got to play quarterback there after uh, Tom Brady's gone in the next year or two. So. He's going to get groomed. He's kind of in the perfect little position where he just gets to chill out on the bench for two years and then uh, really start slinging it here. Well, my biggest question is, is Tom going to make him shave the chin strap because it looks disgusting? I don't know. Is he going to start dating Supermodel too? Is he just going to become Tom or, Brady? Or is Tom <laughs> going to demand they trade him? <laughs> yeah. Demand they fire the GM. They at least called him beforehand, though. Yeah. I do love all those reports. So, speaking of which, uh, Green Bay draft, really nothing memorable. I mean, it's nice that you pick up a corner. It's nice that you pick up a center. Grant, I wish instead of Josh Myers, they picked up Creed Humphreys because I love my wrestlers who play offensive line. Uh, Amari Rodgers is solid. Then really everything after that is just all right. I mean, I like the Royce Newman pickup. Uh, I don't really know anything about the guy out of uh, App State. Uh, the... DT out of Florida is basically just a space eater. That's what he's described as. He has no fucking technique. He's just a massive human being that they're like, all right, well, hopefully we can clog up at least a gap and force someone or force the running back to go somewhere else. But yeah, besides that, I do like the Kylan Hill pick because I mean, oh, with, they got Kylan Hill. They got Kylan Hill. I'm just, yeah. Oh, that guy was a stud. Yeah. I mean, what? He what round it, did he go in? Seven. Damn. Yeah. A lot I mean, farther back than I would have expected. 
well, what? I mean, he has had an incredible three or two or three years with Mississippi State. Then they switch coaches to a pass-heavy offense, and he takes the hit. Yeah, you still think that he'd go a little bit higher. Kylan Hill was a uh, like one of the best, if not the best, SEC running back there for a year or two. So, yeah, twenty twenty abso- or twenty nineteen, he absolutely was. Yeah, good for him. That's awesome. That's a good system to be in. Um, I don't know. I, I think the Bear. I'd watch out Bears winning that division this year. No, the Bears are going to come in second, maybe third, depending on if the Vikings can get their shit together. Because what I guess this is all depending on if Aaron is, Aaron is there or not. If Jordan yeah, so loves, I'm, I'm saying Aaron gone. Vikings suck. Detroit obviously sucks. Uh, it's kind of the Bears division to lose. I don't know. Vikings are so much better than the Bears. Regardless, I mean Christian Dershaw solves a lot of their problems at offensive tackle. I mean they get some pretty like solid pieces. Kellen Mond's a little interesting of a pickup for him. Uh, Chaz Surratt, the inside linebacker, North Carolina is a fucking stud. That guy's insane. And then I've seen, just watching uh, Pac-12 After Dark, the uh, Cameron Bynum, Bynum guy, that corner out of California, is a lot of fun. Love that guy. So they could absolutely put together a solid team. And I, I or they picked up Patrick Peterson in the offseason to help solidify that young wide receiver, or the cornerback's core. And I think they signed Xavier Woods. So I think that, was, that secondary is going to be studly. So I think if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, in Green Bay next season, uh, Minnesota's the favorite. Bears are going to come in second. Packers third. Lions fourth. Well, Jack, let's not forget to mention the Titans winning their division this year. It's you get it right now at, I think, plus 250. Throw a good little chunk of change on it. You'll be very happy at the end of the season. But that does conclude our podcast. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to us on Spotify. We'll see you guys soon. Summer breeze. We smoking on the dopest in the seven seas. I got a few G's in the team with me. Line it up like the field of a football team. I'm trying to do things and I'm trying to dream. But the shit I'm on now make it hard to sleep. Heart racing up my chest like it's out of me. I swear my fucking body is the champagne. Aileen, self described when I'm on the scene. I'm in the coupe. In the leather seats of buttercream I pull up all black like it's rest in peace Suited like a full year, boy, you best believe I do drugs, that's the pain and the stress relief I hit the weed, then I follow with the coca leaf Diesel gas, not hash, 98 supreme Straw pass, sick grab, throw shades out, I can't see Come on over, wanna party and it don't include no doja You can count on me like it was Maricopa I told you since day one
I'm a damn soldier. I'ma ride like a Buick in the ties toe. Texting women like I'm here and you need to show up. You a throat goat and the game is almost over. She working overtime and her effort noticed. We zooted, my team be too exclusive. I'm surrounded by my bros grooving to the music. Lining up in the women all acting foolish. Stacy Dash, I'ma fuck her till she is clueless. Can't do too much or I'ma be useless. I done talk mad shit and she coming through with one team. Wet pussy, she a sex fiend. I'ma stretch, she gon' cream like a wet dream. Sit your ass down. Oh, 